Greetings from southwestern Indiana. I am John Luttrell, and I am atoned into life. And it's good to be back. I've been kind of radio silent because uh, <laughs> there's been a lot going on. Uh, as I record this, it is Thursday, November 5th. We're two days out from um, the election here in the United States. And uh, in, am- in amongst all of that... Um, our family has had a lot of uh, tertiary stuff going on as well. Um, Some of it COVID-related. None of us within our household have it um, or have had it. But um, some people that are are very dear to us have been dealing with it. And um, prognosis doesn't look very good for at least one of those individuals. Very sad situation. Um, And the weight of 2020 becomes magnified at that point because, uh, as I've said in in other outlets on social media, I uh, I lost my father-in-law this year to cancer. My wife lost her dad. Um... So this is uh, just stirring all that back up. And uh, the wound was still fresh from that. But uh, we've got that going on. The election's going on. We have done some traveling, which has been phenomenal. Right now we are currently back at our home base. And as I record this, I just... um, I was stirred up to get out and walk, and I figured I, I ought to leverage the time, and it had been too long since I had recorded something anyway, as a local dog tries to charge me. Now they're all waking up. Um... I just wanted to leverage the time I wanted to get on here and and kind of talk about some of the things that have been called to my mind over the last couple of days. I woke up on election day excited. Uh, it felt like big game day. Uh, and I'm not like super uh, screaming eagle politics guy. I follow it very closely. I want to know what's going on. Um, I vote the Bible. So that should give you an indication of of where I'm at on the political spectrum. Um, But I was excited and uh, didn't have any specific reason for it. I was like, we're just going to find out today where we go from here. And uh, <clears throat> had, a, had a contentment that day. Didn't have any issues getting out the vote. We are uh, headquartered in a, a small enough town that we, we were able to walk to our polling place literally on the opposite side of the block. And there was no line. And we voted without an issue. Um, 
And then I spent the rest of the day uh, mowing leaves and chopping firewood. <clears throat> so it was a really good day. It was. We've had incredible weather this week. And again, I, I was stirred up to get out and walk because it's it's calm. It's 50 degrees this morning, and uh, we're not going to have many more weather days like this. So, Election Day played out the way Election Day does. I'm thrilled for my dad because he is was running for town board and actually not only was he one of the three candidates who was voted in, he received the most votes, which means he is the town board president. And that's exciting because he genuinely uh, is grieved over some of the things that have taken place in this little bitty town. And he genuinely wants to help everybody. So there's a subset of our community that, that we feel has been passed over, ignored, neglected. Um, and folks who probably don't see uh, life and living the same way that we do, but they're made in the image of God. They matter, and they could probably um, really appreciate somebody simply acknowledging their presence, let alone showing that they care. So, uh, I'm thrilled. I don't, it doesn't translate very well in the audio, but I'm very ecstatic for Dad and uh, for what he wants to do, how he wants to uh, bless this community. And I'm, I'm thrilled that he's, he's being obedient in what he feels like God has, has led him to do. Uh, so that was election day. For us, we hung out at mom and dad's and, and watched the returns and um, got the kids to bed and uh, stayed up later than we wanted to, but didn't stay up late enough to uh, be awake when they stopped counting the votes in other states. And then yesterday, it's Wednesday, still felt really content, uh, still felt really positive, which I lean kind of cynical. I'm a, I fought very hard to avoid becoming a crusty Calvinist. Um, but sometimes my cynicism, uh, my negative outlook gets the best of me. But the last 48 hours have been the most calm and content 
uh, the entire year. And it's it's been a real blessing. Um, but I had a lot of Bible come to mind yesterday, Wednesday, the day after the election. I thought about 2 Corinthians 4, and uh, it's, it's a text that I actually um, used at my father-in-law's memorial service when I uh, presided over that. And in that context, I was, I was dealing with the, the portion of 2 Corinthians 4 where Paul talks about we have this treasure in jars of clay and um, the, the outer man wasting away and, and things like that. And um, just trying to encourage folks that there is an incredible treasure to be found for folks who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, that's kind of the angle that I came at at that time. But yesterday, I had the, the part of 2 Corinthians 4 come into my mind where Paul talks about we're uh, beaten down but we're not crushed we're afflicted on every side but we're not overcome we're not uh, you know he goes through all of these different things we're this but we're not overcome we're that but we're not um crushed and as I think about people who are really genuinely struggling with the way the last few days have played out that's where I'm at Uh, there is hope to be found in the midst of all of the lies and chaos and what ifs there's there's real hope to be found and for God's people um, this is nothing new and we have the ability to to walk through it to be comforted and to not be overcome by it no matter the outcome I also thought about uh Romans 1 and the section of Romans 1 where the Apostle Paul is talking about uh, you know he walks through uh, the depravity of man he talks about women engaging in passions with other women, men doing the same God giving them over to a depraved mind and all of these things and the progression of a society that we see coming out of um, this rejection of God. And uh, 
I thought a lot about the piece after that where um, it says people will suppress the truth and unrighteousness where uh, they're arrogant boasters disobedient to parents um, hating the truth things of that nature and just kind of interpreting the the times that we live in with that scripture because we we don't want to ever want to allow our experience to interpret scripture we want scripture to interpret our experience and you can certainly do that very accurately in these times with passages like that So yesterday was, uh, I was not as enthusiastic as I was today, but that's okay. Um, I, I was still content. I was still positive. The weather was still glorious and, uh, God is still in control. The, the thing that I would say though, is we find ourselves in a situation in this political climate where people are willing to accept lies in order to get rid of Donald Trump. And I can see how that can make for an increasingly divided electorate. When you have people who are willing to destroy a man, or remove a man from power, get him out of the way at any cost including outright deception I mean I think the only thing they they haven't tried to do is is take his life and I'm sure that there are uh, attempts that have been thwarted I don't know I, I think that there are probably assassination attempts that are thwarted against every president that we may or may not ever learn about but that's that's where we're at you've got you've got half of the culture in America that is so dead set against this one man that they'll do anything they will even embrace a lie And it's, it's, uh, I can't help but think about that, uh, suppressing the truth in unrighteousness. I also think about, uh, and I've said this 
on, in interactions on social media as well. I think about verse in Hebrews where it says the root of bitterness defiles many. And I've gone on record as saying if you read that in its context, right before that, the author of Hebrews is talking about um, God and his discipline, disciplining those whom he loves. And uh, in its context, the root of bitterness defiles many. I would, I would lean towards being bitter at your circumstances, being bitter at God for the discipline that you've received. Um, but I think that the principle, the root of bitterness defiles many, applies when you're bitter with another person. That bitterness will overcome you in such a way that it can't help but spill out in your relationships. Whether you're bitter with God or bitter with man. And I think that's what we are seeing as well. We've got folks who are suppressing the truth and unrighteousness. And we've got folks who are so overcome with hatred and bitter bitterness that they are willing to embrace candidates and ideas and policies that harm a lot of people. There's a lot of traffic this morning for a town of four or five hundred people. So that's just kind of where I'm at. I'm I'm encouraging in the conversations that I'm having, I'm having uh, people reach out to me. I'm checking in on people to see, you know, where their head's at, where their heart's at in the midst of all of this. And I'm doing the same thing that I've done the entire time that we've walked through the chaos of 2020. I'm pointing them back to Scripture. I'm pointing them back to the fact that God is faithful, even when we are not, that He is sovereign over everything. Not a bird falls to the ground apart from the knowledge of your father. And that we look up. That's where our redemption is. That's where our king sits. And we allow the Bible to influence, impact, and guide everything every sphere of life. And when we do that, we place ourselves in a position where we're going to we're going to catch some heat. But I think what we're seeing is in an era where it's increasingly hard to find bedrock truth. 
black and white facts that tell the story of what's really going on. You can find statistics and analysis and data to support your opinion, no matter what your opinion is. I think that when we, when we live in a, in a time like that, the thing that is encouraging is my uncle up the street in his truck just did a double take to make sure it was me walking up the road. Uh, when anybody can get the information that supports their opinion, people don't know what the truth is. And I think that we're going to see a lot of new faces in our churches. Uh, those churches that are committed to truly ministering to people in this time. Those churches that are committed to being calm in the midst of chaos and serving a God who speaks to storms. When we when we do that, we're going to see a lot of new faces in our churches because there are a lot of folks that are that are desperately seeking bedrock truth, and we have it, and that informs every area of life and everything that we do. So, this is a long one today. I hope you're encouraged by it. Um, If you are struggling with the state of the world and the state of the nation, the state of your own home, I would encourage you to, uh, to just meditate on, roll around the idea in your mind that that God is faithful, God is sovereign, and he truly is good. And that he is over all of this, he is in all of this, and nothing that has happened in 2020 has caught him off guard. So we just fall at the foot of the cross. We embrace what we receive when we come to a saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we just run on those twin tracks of faith and obedience. And he'll do the work. That's not to say we just sit back and prop our feet up. We've got work to do. But he'll use us. And he'll bless bless our hands. So I hope that you have found this encouraging. Please share it. And... uh, God bless you. Thank you for listening. I am John Luttrell, and everybody wants to talk about what we're entitled to. The only thing we're entitled to is death, but we can be atoned into life through the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Have a great day.